This is Fish and Fries, an American soccer podcast. I'm Andrew, and this is my co-host, Spencer. We want to bring you an American perspective on the world game. Welcome back to another episode of Fish and Fries, an American soccer podcast. I'm Andrew here with my guy Spencer. And Spencer, we're back, baby. Andrew, is, uh, I have no idea which band sings this song. Is Three Doors Down sound right? Maybe. I, somebody said, it's been a while. But we are back, my friends. It's been a while. Absolutely. We are back refreshed from a what could only be described as an exhausting summer for most teams there as we uh crowned city champion and now we are uh now we are back here starting another how about season. your how about your summer man how you been up to anything fun while we've been away any yeah, uh, um, good tales um yeah went to uh went to wisconsin went up to the lake for a couple of days around the fourth that was a good time um had uh Brandon and Megan came down. We saw a went to a baseball game. Dodgers smoked the Rangers, which we were hoping for a better game. But uh what about you, man? Just kind of you and Jack Realish just parading around Europe all summer, shirts off, dancing, celebrating, I'm assuming. Yeah, we were doing that for a while. Um then he got really tired of playing golf with me because I play golf all the time and I'm shambolically <laughs> terrible still. Uh absolutely in shambles, but that's a whole can of worms we don't have to unpack i would love to just not be the worst golf player in the world but that's uh that's not the reality i live in so other I'm than that every, um, every every time every time i play golf i call dibs on being the worst player just so that when it happens i'm at least right it's well, it's, it's, it's it's a, a very good, good thing that that we it. it's a very good thing that we don't live in the same municipality then because it makes it logistically difficult to golf together because I would give you a run for your money. I, we golfed with a uh, mutual friend of ours, Brett. I golfed with over the weekend and I, I know he's at uh, a bachelor party we were at before, but they were in a different group. I think it's maybe the first time in a, at least a while he's seen me golf and he has to have been thinking to himself, like, don't you golf like every weekend? And I'm just like, yeah, you <laughs> And I haven't gotten any better. Or I, I don't know. It's a whole, like I said, can of worms got better for a while, fell off a cliff again. Um, you know, it's it's a battle. It's a battle and uh, it's a battle I'm losing right now. But <laughs> we don't have to get into all that. But other than golf, um, it's really been hanging out, just waiting for fall, man, trying not to die in this terrible sweltering heat we have around the nation and mm. waiting for yeah, fall Texas, to come I mean, on. And some of us are living in Texas, so we have to temper the, uh, the complaining about the heat. I get to complain about the heat. You get to have fall, and I get to complain about the heat. Those are, those are the rules of Texas. We don't get I'll fall. give you this. It's, in in yeah. a month, you can, if I say anything about a heat in the month of September onwards, you can bonk me. If it's not triple digits, I don't want to hear about it. It's been a oh, hundred. It's been at least a hundred every. No, no, no. It hasn't not been a hundred for like four months. You can look it up. It's it's crazy. Um, but this is not why we're here. We can quibble about the heat at any time. We are back because 
soccer is back. We've had a good summer. We've got stuff to catch up on, stuff to recap, stuff to move forward here, but moving in a little bit different direction. Um, just trying to keep it, keep it more fun. Uh, Spencer is a, is it Manchester city is the name of the club? I'm just that the one that you're a fan of. I'm just trying to remember. That is correct. That is correct. Okay. And I am a fan of the, well, you may remember from embargoes past, Fortunately, a Chelsea fan. We'll be focusing on them. We'll be focusing on the men's national team when it is time for uh, the great uh, questionable Greg Berhalter. We'll be focusing on soccer as a whole. We will not be recapping every single game as we've done in the past. We are moving forward, trying to grow, trying to make this more fun. More fun for us, more fun for you guys, too. We think, we're, we think you're going to really like it. It's going to be Gonna be better. Gonna be more informative. Less Unless informative. you're a Spurs fan, you might hate this. But you might stick around it. to hear how hard we troll you. So it's but fun. do my question about Spurs fans? Do they do anything for personal enjoyment? Right? Like why start that? Like oh, soccer might be fun to watch. Like why would we? Oh, it's not. We never win anything. Harry Kane's got one foot. He's looking at property in Munich today. Your owner just got sanctioned by the New York court. You might be good for, I think, fraud. Um, so, yeah, I mean, if you're a Spurs fan, you might as well listen and just take your lumps like you do with everything else. Everything One more else outlet to suffer. Take your lumps. Exactly, you masochist. You poor Spurs fan. You you love this shit. You, you, you weirdo. You psycho. Um, and, that's, and I thought that's I was a pervert. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, yeah, talk about a glutton for punishment, but... Um, with that said, are we ready to do a little bit of recap here for the summer so we can move forward knowing where we've been? Tell tell me like I'm 12. What, what happened over the summer? A couple of big things. What uh, what caught your eye? So we got Manchester, the city ended or the season ended basically with city raising every trophy they possibly could. Kevin De Bruyne taking a half day and it didn't even matter. And Erling Holland being the. Norwegian, you want to go ahead and say it, buddy? It's your favorite thing. I believe the term you're looking for is meat child. The Norwegian meat child is destroying all in front of him. Um, Even let his hair down a little bit, wore crazy shirts on a celebration. But then we get to the silly season. We've got striker Kareem Benzema going to Saudi Arabia. We've got Jude Bellingham filling his place at Real. They don't play the same position. How's that going to work? We've got City dominating, but losing Mares, losing Gundogan. Is that going to matter? Is it not going to matter? They signed Vardial. They signed Kovacic. We don't know what that's going to be. Arsenal bottled the league last year. They reload with Declan Rice, the most expensive English player of all time. Kai Havertz and Urien Timber. Um, anytime you can get a Chelsea cast off, you got to take it. Speaking of Chelsea, we're casting off more than anybody. Mason Mount, gone. Kai Havertz, gone. Christian Pulisic, gone. N'Golo Conte, gone. Edward Mendy, gone. And much more. Do we still have Romelu Lukaku somehow? Yes, that's its own fucking thing. Do we still have uh, Hakeem Ziyech, despite selling him to PSG and then just not getting the paper done? Yes, we do. Is any of this going to matter? I don't know. 
Um, Manchester United are copying their neighbors across the street with signing their own um, Scandinavian. I don't. Well, you're the expert here. Would the Danes are the Danes Scandinavian? Denmark is sure. part of Scandinavia. Yes. Thank you. My geography the Finns, is not as Finns. That that, that's, see, that's right. That I, I I thought. Fuck them Finns. Fuck them Finns. Um, I but, learned that lesson the hard it, way. Hopefully not too hard way. Your Swedish wife would be pissed. Um, we got the they're signing their own uh, Scandinavian meat child, Rasmus Hoyland. They get um, former was he was he suspended for betting on games? Literally, I think that's what he was suspended for, right? Onana. Uh, he was out a whole year. Remember, you don't remember when they ripped him off FIFA on that fun IX team? One day he was on FIFA, and the next day he was gone. And then he just washes uh, up it. <laughs> yeah. I just, um, I don't know. Everything's fused together over the last three years. I just remember him getting kicked out of the Cameroon team because he said that he wanted to like kick the ball <laughs> once in a while. The coach was like, you will not do that. You will stop no. the ball and you will kick it as far as you can down the field. You are the only one who can use their hands. You let the other players kick it. Stop being so selfish. Oh, I want to use my hands and I want to kick it. God, can you believe that guy? Either way, they just got rid of David De Gea, who won the Golden Glove Award last year, so that won't be a problem. Um, they've also got Mason Mount, who's never had any criticism, and they still somehow have Harry Maguire, though they did rip the captaincy off his chest. Spencer, did I miss anybody? I, I mean, yes, but like nobody that matters. That is exactly. a lot of data you just put out there. Um, just, just as like a blanket statement on top of that, anybody else that like exists went to Saudi Arabia along with Benzema and Conte and Mendy and blah, 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 blah. So that's a thing. Now we're just going Gordon to, Henderson. Uh, I, I hope you guys join us in our soiree <laughs> as a Saudi pro league podcast now, because apparently that's what all the cool kids are talking about. But, um, Listen, all halal has a real chance to win the league. I don't know why I picked that accent, but that's the well, one I picked. It was actually funny the way you set that up was like um, you went to the Benzema thing first, and then you talked about Jude Bellingham, and you said Real Madrid, and I was like, did he say Riyadh Madrid? <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> No, that's Riyadh Mahrez, and he won't be playing for you. Ah, He's ah, gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, You're now, it all meshes now together. Full, you, you go full Cole Palmer. You don't come back. <laughs> I mean, this is but, Cole Palmer's redemption arc. Here he comes. The golden boy has returned. Phil Foden, don't need him. Cole Palmer, 80, out on the wing. Like uh, like a wide receiver just galloping up the right-hand side. Huh. <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, honestly, man, yeah, that's really been the story of the summer is Saudi Arabia just with an absolutely insane sports-washing campaign to bring in anybody and everybody, guys in their prime. I mean, there's a lot of guys we didn't get to in that list and – Oh yeah, That's, no, it's I don't know. Interesting, I guess. I, I I'm not gonna watch. I don't care. Um, that's just gonna be like a thing I see on Twitter that Kareem Benzema skins some 17 year old right back who works on an oil rig half like part time, and I'll be like, oh, that's yep. kind of cool, I guess. But um, outside of that, yeah, uh, enjoy essentially Siberia, Russia, except hotter. Yeah. Um, well, which is kind of the worst part about Siberia and Russia. So, you know, you say, oh, enjoy Siberia and Russia, except for hotter. It's like, that's great. That's a great first step. If you're going to Siberia and Russia, but it's hotter, that's better than Siberia and Russia, but colder. 
Well, the problem is that now there's just sand in all your crevices of your body instead of, you know, frost. It gets so. everywhere. Sand, it gets everywhere. It's rough, Can't of win. course. Not, not like here. Name that movie. Um, but we move on. Um, the other kind of big story I didn't kind of put in that recap is just kind of the pending ones, right? So uh, the pending transfers, the pending who's going to go where. The last kind of big dominoes to fall are, is Kylian Mbappe going to make his move to Real Madrid this year? Or is he going to take a weird loan? Or is he going to stay at PSG? Now Neymar wants to leave PSG. PSG is a, dump, a dumpster fire. What they had before was more money than everybody. And they still have more money than everybody. But now everyone has more money. And there's this just giant sand pit where you can go and make a crazy amount of money per year. So it's really causing them some issues. I think other teams, it's kind of benefited, right? Just when you look at their team structure. But do you think either Neymar or Mbappe play one game for PSG this year? Over under 15 games between the two of them. Um, I think Mbappe will. Because I think Ooh. that, I think that they're going. It's the first one. Well, We're like, back, baby. There it is. <laughs> Honestly, though, it's under, under like 13 Mbappe. minutes on the podcast. Spencer's got Mbappe playing for PSG. Well, it just it seems like he doesn't want to leave and he just wants to run down his contract and just get paid a billion dollars a year by Real Madrid because they won't have to pay a transfer fee. So, I mean, I can't see PSG just freezing him out. Like just being like, oh, uh, you're this local hometown kid. Like if you've seen anything about their fans, their fans are already kind of pinning this on PSG, at least some of them, yeah. some of them, the the vocal, if anything, it's a vocal minority that's being like, why don't you just sign this guy? Like, I know there was a politician on a radio show recently that was like, PSG should just sign this guy that doesn't know what they're talking about. But I, I think that he fans, wants to leave. Like they he would wants to him. go. They would pay him all the Mary- money in the world. <laughs> but like at the end of the day, this is what PSG gets. Like they have to pay the piper of this. This was a story last off season. Was it last off season? He signed the contract two years ago, whichever, where he mm-hmm. was like, we, we've known he wanted to go to Real Madrid for three years now, at least. And PSG, like they got him on that weird loan thing in the first place from Monaco, where like that was a weird back alley <laughs> deal in Southern oh, fucking yeah. France or something. Um, <laughs> they got to pay the piper at some point. And yeah, it sucks because like the Saudis came in for Mbappe and we're like, we'll just give you like 300 million and we'll just give him like a billion dollars for him to play here for one year. And we'll just let him walk to Real Madrid and just won't care. Right. And he said, no. And, um, I, I think he's going to stay. I think he's going to run it out. I, I can't imagine. It seems like PSG just hates Real Madrid, like to the point of they think they've been wrong done by them. Uh, it is a weird point to be like, you know what? You guys are being jerks. You're going to let his contract run down. So we're just going to actually let his contract run down too. It's a little petulant yeah. the whole thing, but I, I can't imagine he's going to leave this off season. I really think he stays there. And I really think that he's going to leave on a free and, you know, a bit to, to put this in like American sporting terms, it would be as if, Patrick Mahomes just didn't play this year because next year he wanted to go to the Cowboys. Just decided to sit out, right? Like, I think that's a fair comparison of somebody who's just the, I think at this point, the absolute best player, right? You can make an argument for your boy Holland, right? You can make some arguments about that, right? But I think he's he's the best player, right? 
if the quarterback for the reigning Super Bowl winning team just said, nah, I think I want to play in Dallas next year, and if you guys won't trade me, I'm just not suiting up, people would be losing their minds. That's what's happening in soccer. That's what's happening right now. Well, it's, it's almost worse than that. It's like he's <laughs> essentially he's also being like, I have a no trade clause and I'm just going to keep waving my no trade clause because if they don't have to give anything up, they told me they're going to give me 50 million instead of 45 million. So (laughs) it's just, it's crazy. I, I, I love it because this is the kind of stuff that makes soccer so much different and fun than like other sports is everyone is so petulant all the time and out in the open too. There's openly petulant against each other. Uh, you can see what Brighton's doing to Chelsea right now is just being like, no, we're not going to do it, even though we said we would do it. Like, people, it, it's that's partly why it's my favorite thing. Soccer's the beautiful game. I love watching it. But the silly season, there's just nothing as good as silly season, man. Unparalleled. I agree. But um, you said something very interesting that I think really leads into the next guy. You said, uh, you know what, even though I said I'm going to do it, I'm not going to do it. And I think that's a perfect <laughs> segue to go into Harry Kane and Daniel Levy oh, yes. and Bayern Munich here because um, <laughs> if you're to believe any reports from any reputable journalist, Fabrizio Romano, David Ornstein, the whole, the whole package of like this was the secret sauce to get Daniel Levy to agree to let – Harry Kane leave Tottenham Hotspur. And that was a big old fee, a big old three triple digit fee. Yep. Which Bayern never plays. Bayern never pays that. I don't I don't think they've ever paid more than like seven million and a year supply <laughs> of for anybody. So Bayern said, you know what? You want hundred I believe it was 120 million euros off the top of my head. They said, you know what? Fine. Let's we'll break our we've been saving all this money penny pitching for 75 years. We'll we'll play ball. Here's your 120 million. Then Tottenham was like, well, can't be in the Premier League. We're not giving them to United. Like they obviously wouldn't give them to City a couple of years ago. Um Bayern Munich, if can you correct me on this? Not in the okay. Premier League, they are in a different country, correct? Correct. They are in Germany. Germany, not England. In okay. Germany. They they have their own oh. private league that they run. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're just Bayern Munich are like it's like about to be fantasy football season. They're just like the deranged <laughs> league manager that just is like, yeah, um, this guy who never plays. He actually did totally trade me Justin Jefferson for um, yep. Van Jefferson. There are two Jeffersons. Yeah. They have to be the same. <laughs> But anyway, fucking check the box. Don't play in the Premier League. That's two for two. And I believe another thing in the secret sauce, the last little pinch of seasoning was Tottenham wanted time to spend that money to go out to find replacements, bring in And this is all what what Tottenham wanted. This is what Tottenham wanted to do. So Bayern Munich is giving them time, giving them Mm -hmm. more than enough money. Mm-hmm. and would be a place that Harry Kane wants to go. Mm-hmm. Spencer, what happened? Seems like it should. So he's, what, is he starting in the first game for the Bundesliga, or what? what's going on? I believe, um, if you've ever seen Austin Powers, uh, to quote the great Dr. Evil, Daniel Levy sat down on the table, looked at this fantastic offer that was kicking him right in the face, and said, How about no? <laughs> How about no? 
Oh, man. They deny it, Andrew. They say that is not good enough, even though it's everything we've asked for. And they put the shackles back on old Harold and drove him back to the training ground and ran him into the ground. And it seems as though there's maybe still hope, I guess. But I, <laughs> I, I think that this is – I've been skinned enough. by Like, as a City fan, I was, you know, totally – enamored in this a couple years ago like we're way past fool me once fool me twice this is like fool me six times on tottenham and i stopped uh i stopped fighting a long time ago in case you're wondering like why does tottenham have to do this right because tottenham they if if your contract goes under a year right under a year left on your contract with your current team you can at the end of your contract go to another team for free and tottenham doesn't get any money from this guy they have basically raised from nothing right have a lot of investment in he's gonna probably end up being england's all-time leading goal scorer if he can catch Shearer, right in this soccer crazed country and you're gonna let him walk for free and that's why it's a big deal right it's the same thing as when someone in you know like baseball trade deadline right with otani it's like okay if you're not if you are gonna have the possibility of shohei otani walking out of here with nothing you have to put together a hell of a season to either try to convince him to stay or make it worth it because you're not getting a bunch of prospects. And that's what the angels did. And that's what Daniel Levy is trying to do. And it's not going super well for the angels right now, even though Otani is a monster. Um, But that's, that's kind of where we are. Um, Yeah, it's, it's hilarious. It's, it's great. Um, At the same time, I would like to get him out of the league and not give Tottenham enough time to reload. I'd like to see a lot of Richarlison next year. Um, if we can see, you know, a bunch of nobodies that they keep throwing out, that'd be great for me. This is this is a win-win for me. Yeah, and I, I believe the latest report is that Harry Kane's basically said, yeah, if the season starts and I'm, which, looking at my watch, the season starts in like, 24, 48, carry the two. 96 hours. 96 hours. Oh, I can, we completely blew past it. Bayern issued a very dramatic, this is our final offer, and here's a deadline. And Daniel Levy, Daniel Levy, who's a joke, went on fucking vacation. So Bayern, <laughs> Bayern has been bullying every Bundesliga team for 100 years. And just getting all their players when it's like, hey, that player's worth like fifty million. They're like, we'll give you twenty million and a pat on the back. And every Bundesliga team's like, oh, okay. And they fold like a paper airplane. And now, like, Bayern is getting bossed around by Daniel Levo. Up is down, left is right. It's insane. It's so much fun. It's it's, it's fantastic. It's not as much fun when it's a- happening to you, which you know happens to those of us who are not a uh, city faithful everyone else has to deal with everybody else but it's uh it's a crazy time man it is such a like toxic relationship for kane but like i was thinking about how to <laughs> relay this into american terms so people could maybe better understand and i think i settled on like you know that um that really hot girl i, I feel like everybody had this that really hot girl in high school who got married at like 18 to that guy who went off to the military right away. And then you like look on Facebook and they're just like, <laughs> everything's spiraling. Everything's going downhill. She's gotten like way and less everything, hot. Everything's on Facebook, right? Every It's posts. Right. 
Like who's posting on Facebook? Those people all the time, <laughs> yeah. every day. Yeah. It's like, whoa. <laughs> and like now, now it's been like, you know, 10 years and she's been like a good trophy wife for a while, but things are starting to like deteriorate a little bit, but she's tied down with like three kids right. and this guy's a total douchebag. And now she's just stuck in the relationship. And by the time she realizes she just has to get out, you know, all the great suitors are out. Like, I'm sure she'll find a nice guy that's out there, but like in soccer, a nice guy is playing for like, you know, Birmingham city or something right no yeah it's 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 having a nice twilight to your career at aston villa who's actually yeah done a pretty good job this year of putting together a squad but um shout out in the past it yeah shout out villa might not ever talk about you we need you to be good but uh um but yeah shout out shout out little shout out to villa musa diaby keep your eyes on him i think that dude's super good um but yeah i don't (laughs) I like your analogy, but I don't know. There's also no clear plan for Spurs is the fun thing. Um, Like if Bayern don't get Kane, they'll just roll out Eric Chupamoting probably if he's on the team and win the league and it'll be fine and they'll get into the quarterfinals of the Champions League. Probably. But at the same time, like, there's no it's it's a lose lose for Spurs and they're being stubborn about how they would like to lose. Right. And that's what I really enjoy. Um, but that is. Yeah, that's Kane. That's Mbappe. Anybody else you want to talk about before we. Uh, we start moving into like the future here. No, I mean, I think um, the only other guy I really want to talk about, we can kind of segue this into the next part of it, of kind of looking at this upcoming league season, is uh, somebody you mentioned briefly earlier, but Yoskovo Gvardiol. Gvardiol. Going to City, most expensive <laughs> defender ever. Uh, the City defense looks... Congratulations. Insane. Hard to beat us on the most expensive ever, and you've done it at a position. <laughs> Congratulations. Actually, I think I Welcome saw – I, I, I thought that was going to be the case. That was like the reports. I actually think I'm wrong in saying that. I am backtracking now because I did see that with add-ons and all, Harry Kane – Harry Kane. Harry Maguire's fee still more than Yusko Guardiola's fee. So Jesus. not the case. Uh, that's age great for United. In, in case, in case you're wondering, uh, Harry Maguire available. Um, <laughs> if you want him. but hey, United yeah. top of the table. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They got you by about eleven million. I, I top of the table. You're United. solid on these Congrats things, on the trophy. Man, and, well, yeah. Congrats the on the trophy, United. I think you get a trophy for that. I can make you one, maybe if you, uh, if you really well, want. But we got we certain. Then Chelsea has a lot of silverware. Oh, Even more than we already yeah, do. We got well, we got more than most everybody. But yeah, the the Spencer's trophy making factory was going crazy last year for Chelsea, just handing out <laughs> awards left and right. But um, Vardial, <laughs> just to kind of get into City really quick as we like kind of look ahead to the mm-hmm. league, I, I think that's awesome signing, right? Like obviously we we all saw him at the World Cup. Uh, we've seen what he's been doing for Leipzig. He's the best young defensive prospect in the world right now. Kind mm-hmm. of a rich get richer thing. Uh, Le- Amrick Laporte might be on the way out. That's gone kind of cold lately, like kind of silent on that trail, but maybe mm-hmm. a one in one out thing. But 
I texted you when that finalized that transfer of uh, Guardiola, and weirdly, with the kind of the guys you said that went out, City's defense now looks like their strength with him and Akanji. You guys are playing route one. You guys are going to go to old school Alex Ferguson shit. Goodbye, beautiful soccer. We're putting nine defenders on the field, Erling Holland and KDB. Deal with it. Just playing without a natural fullback, and if we do put a natural fullback in, it's Kyle Walker, who's about as close to a center back as a fullback gets nowadays. So, <laughs> it's uh, I think Kyle. The funniest thing about Kyle Walker is like Gareth Southgate solved Kyle Walker. He's like, you go to a back three, you put Kyle Walker on the backside of the right three, and you have him deal with the crazy left wingers that are coming in, and that way, like other good players like Trent and Trippier and Reese can like get up the field, and that's his mm-hmm. best role. And then he goes to City, and they don't do that. And it's so funny. <laughs> yeah. But um, but uh, we, how many more years of Kyle Walker do you have? I just have to get something yeah. in here before we continue to, you know, talk about Pep and KDB and Holland and, oh, my God, Phil Fowler. Well, it's, it sounds like Walker's about to extend his contract because there was, like, links of him going to Bayern Munich. So little mini City Tottenham saga i guess Bayern munich just getting cucked out of everybody in european football apparently but um <laughs> that seems like a thing um look with city i i don't have like an all encompassing like outlook so they've already lo- they've already lost something this year they're already losers. Oh. they haven't won anything in months <laughs> That is that is actually sorry. My, that is my outlook on City. Actually, is that um, what have obviously you done for me dropping Jack after, after dropping the Community Shield. Um, I actually my my City segment is going to turn into congratulations to Arsenal. City obviously <laughs> not at it. Arsenal <laughs> clearly going to win the league this year. Uh, won the most important trophy there is. City yeah, only. I mean, when you look back, actually, City only did win like three trophies last year, but they left the Carabao cup and the community shield on the table. Oh, uh, I can't believe that has a job. That's, That's what I'm saying. So you have to demand the quad. He actually is uh cooked. You know, he, he hit the crossbar and a meaningless penalty shootout. That was like the, essentially the same thing as like, <laughs> When you see those penalty shootouts, like we have the last month when guys are playing in like Sydney, Australia in front of like a hundred. Right. And they're like, the game was four to two, but we're going to do a shootout. Like, yeah. So KDB hit the bar though in that (laughs) shootout. And so obviously now most overrated player, maybe of his generation, uh, according to some. Of all generations. I think maybe of all generations. Possibly. Um, Of all time. I'd go like, I'd go like worst, worst city signings. I think I'd go like one KDB. Right so, ahead um, of like, no, uh, well, I was to Pep, to Pep, Pep coming was really tough. Yeah, yeah, Torre, um, she's terrible. De- David terrible. Silva, Sergio Aguero, all bad in there. Mm-hmm, bad. I, I think if you like look at the other end of the spectrum, like these guys the aren't obviously, signings. yeah, these guys aren't keeping up with the likes of like the great uh legends of city signings of like right. Wilfred Boney, uh, the ghost, the ghost you know. of the ghost of FFP violations past. Like, oh my gosh, a reasonable place for Holland. Just pay him everything. Who cares? Gala, like absolute legend of the club. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I mean. Vincent Company is going to make Burnley better than you guys. guys, Is this the earliest someone's season's ever been over with you guys losing the sextuple? Because you can't win the Community Shield. It's gone. You could only possibly win win a, I don't know how to even say this version of five, right? Champions League. 
the quintuple, right? Champions League, Prem, right? Carabao, FA Cup. Um, is the Club World Cup this year? No. Uh, will I, I, I mean, you I guys should be in it if I don't you're know. not. Yeah. yeah. If you're not. So, I mean, Chelsea's won all those. You guys haven't uh, won all those. It's yeah. very upsetting. Second well, I think club. we have won all, except for. We I haven't won the Club World Cup. Because we've never mm. been there until this past year. As I detailed even last qualified. year. Never even it qualified. Is, Isn't it fun that I can, like, I had to say all last year, like, I was on record of City's never going to win the Champions League and I'm fine with it. And, you know, I compartmentalized that all away. And now, you know, I, that's happened. So now they're just going to win it every year. Like, that's, that's kind of what happened to the Premier League. Would you rather have City winning the Prem and you guys are just set up to, Kind of roll this right now, right? Or Connor Bedard? Who would you rather? What would you rather have, Spencer? Connor Bedard is a future Chicago Blackhawk, taken first overall pick in the draft. Spencer's number one favorite sport, hockey, and Correct. he talked about Connor Bedard all year last year. And while he was yes. able to negatively manifest a championship for City, a Champions League. His positive, I will get Connor Bedard, backfired. Yeah, that's correct. Um, <laughs> obviously, it's it's shown me that just being a negative person is the best way to go throughout life. So, absolutely, uh, look forward to that this year on the pod. I will just be a negative Nancy the entire time. Uh, if that's the question, then uh, I would, you know, I'd give, I give. Connor Bedard might not get great. Yeah, you know, I mean, you don't know, right? I, I, I think mean, I could settle. I could settle for a treble of the FA Cup. Nope, the there's Carabao no negotiation. Cup, and the Champions no, League. Lose mm-hmm. the league. To, well, Arsenal already won the league, so actually this is a puppet show. That's true. Of, I you guys, just won, you guys just won the league at the end of the year. That's boring. Well, yeah, but I mean, Arsenal, Community <laughs> Shield, very direct correlation. You saw like Liverpool won Community Shield last sure. year. They obviously did so good in the league last year, so... It's a, it's a, it's we even, I don't think we even, think we even talked about Liverpool earlier. I think we completely blew past Liverpool except for a shot of Jordan Henderson, and we'll keep it yeah. that way. Fuck you guys. Fair enough. Get better at soccer. Alexis McAllister, good job. You guys still act poor. I don't care. Oh, well, hey, hold on. Getting a midfielder out of Brighton ain't fucking easy. I'll give them their props on that. I don't know what kind of Bayern <laughs> fucking voodoo they had to do to ha- make that fucking happen. We loaned them like easy goal. They have just... Billy Gilmore. We just bought their backup goalie that they don't even like. And they're like, nah, I don't know. Fuck you. $100 well, million, I... 150 million, thousand million. I can't stand them. Well, to, to, be fair to, anyways. To, to, to be fair to Brighton. Eagles are the I worst bird. Sure. Eagles are the worst bird. I, hey, I'm just playing devil's advocate here with you, pal. I, I, to be That's fair to Brighton, seagull. I do, I do devil's think advocate is a seagull. Yeah, that you guys bought like everything they owned, including like whatever outhouse company was like supplying their yeah. parking lot. You were like, you know what? Actually, yeah. they're now our outhouse company, so those outhouses will now be outside Stamford Bridge. We did. We took everything. Yeah, and then uh, that guy didn't see February. Um, with us so we had i mean we had the most dumpster fire year of all time and we're already setting up for another one here so let's go it's our annual get fucked by brighton before the season starts so you know get excited well, for that like honestly i like i said i i don't have a ton on city i just want to complain about the people who are just you know jumping to conclusions of 
the community shield and like the lack of how they looked. My dog is upset about this apparently as well. But um, like well, last you might year, not be upset about year. it, but your dog is not putting up with this shit. The man like ex- last year. The, the big thing last year was Holland looked kind of bad in the community shield, and people were like, "Bust, bust?" <laughs> question mark. Darwin and Nunez? Like, out. Darwin Nunez? He's a better player. It's just. It's hilarious player. how he's just better to me. He's just better. It's it's hilarious how people don't learn lessons to me. So, you know, I don't know. Maybe City do come out and like you know they win a treble and they sell a couple guys and they're a little off of it. Um, I think they're going to be I, fine though. That's that's actual, my point. Actual actual question before we move off of City here. Um, what is a season you would be mad about, or are we just basking in the glory of last year and this is all gravy? Like how like second place quarterfinals Champions League? Are we mad? Like are we like something needs to change? We need to spend our money differently. These guys aren't up to it. We didn't replace anybody in the midfield. You know what I mean? Like what's the level where you hit a concerned fan? Right? Because it's hard Uh, to from the outside perspective, it's hard to look at you guys and go, why would I ever be upset? It's all going to be fine. Yeah, see, I am very much a kind of, like, you win something. Like, obviously, they've won so many Premier Leagues. Uh, Champions League was the big, big bugaboo for, like, City fans, I think, as a whole. I think that's fair to say. I'm big on, you know, if the next year you're a little off, of it, that's okay with me. You're big on the FA Cup. Actually, I was really, I was really worried about the Community Shield, and that's already gone. So the season's actually already lost. But um, like, if City, if City don't win the league, if as long as they're in there, obviously, like comfortably top four, um, and you know, deeper in the Champions League, win some type of trophy. I, I mean, I would be okay with it. I think other people would be dancing upon their graves if they didn't win. Right. So you get the full. Because in America, in American sports, I feel like if you win the championship, right, you get a couple years of just feeling good about that, right? I yeah. know it's the same. I know that's how I felt with the Cubs, right? Like even with how mismanaged it was after they won, I was like, yeah, but we won, man. Like twenty fucking seventeen, <laughs> was- we'll have it, right? I know. I know you felt the same with like the Blues and Cardinals teams in the past. Like, yeah. So we're we're applying the we're in the honeymoon phase. You're in the honeymoon phase with City. It takes a lot. I to am get you very out of much. Yeah, I'm okay. very much. I'm in. I'm on a beach in Hawaii with City right now. Um, like I said, you obviously like if they have some type of you know, no offense, if they have some type of like Chelsea fall off or like breakdown. Yeah, yeah, we're like Chelsea won the league and like finished like eighth the next year. Obviously, then I'm gonna be on here screaming in January. And if they're out of the Champions League and all that, like, yeah, that's a problem. But as long as they're in these competitions, like bring home okay. a trophy this year, I, I think they're going to do much better than that. I think they're going to be quite possibly winning the league. It would, and, and it would take a collapse and a couple injuries, right, right, for it to be anything other than a very successful season. Even with the players you have, you have, I think, undeniably the best coach, right? Um, you know how I feel about Pep. I love him. Um, he's wearing the wrong shade of blue. Everything would be fine if he had Pep. Is truly what I believe. But um, yeah, I. Uh, see, should we get into uh, predictions here, buddy? We're kind of leaning that way. Um, unless you got something else you want to want to cover here, quick before we get into top four predictions. No, I mean, um, 
I think that City, like like I said, I, I think they're going to be just fine. I, just before we got to predictions, did you kind of want to maybe go through Chelsea a little bit? There's uh, I didn't there want to kind of round this out. Or are you just trying to just totally yeah, ghost just, the whole Chelsea? The whole it's, Chelsea it's like project? when you it's like when you did bad on a. Uh, like I don't maybe this is not a, but like you do bad on like some presentation for school or work or you didn't try hard on a paper and you have to present on it so you get up in front of everybody and you just kind of roll through it and you sound confident and you hope nobody's looking at what's going on that's what I was doing with uh with Chelsea um Chelsea are the biggest dumpster fire in the whole world um that's a little <laughs> bit of a self-centered thing but I truly believe it um the Lukaku issue alone would be enough to be the biggest dumpster fire, I think, in soccer. Um, last year, we bought him for $100 million. I'm not going to get into it into it because Spencer knows I won't stop. Um, we bought him for $100 million last year. He didn't want to play for us. He had say. He accepted the deal and the salary to come over here and play with us. Then he gave an interview that said, I love uh, uh, Inter Milan. I would never play anywhere else. That's my true home. I didn't even really want to come here. And then everybody at Chelsea was pissed at him because, of course, they were. And they they loaned him back to that team for $7 million, which is crazy. Then this year, he absolutely shits his pants at the World Cup, not raising his value at all, and now he's throwing hissy fits about where he wants to play. I mean, what are we doing? What are we talking about? He's still on the roster. They're having to do these convoluted things to try to get him off the roster when in any other sport, everyone would be furious for Romelu Luka- at Romelu Lukaku for agreeing to this deal. This is not Major League Baseball. You did not have to just get up and move to Albuquerque because a AAA guy, you got traded for a dude in AAA who hits 350, right? You have, as a player, you have agency and say in where you play and where you go. He accepted this move. And then he cried about it. Fuck that shit. Um, in case you thought that was all it was, our literal golden boy, Mason Mount. He assisted the Champions League winning goal to Kai Havertz, right? Also not here. Um, Chelsea, Cobham born, Cobham bred. He's gonna be, he's on all the advertisements, right? He's with the English national team. He shits his pants most of last year. He didn't play well. But even then, he was like our player in the year the last like three years. Right, You're allowed to have one injured and down year in a crazy year where you have the World Cup smack dab in the middle of the season. He forces his way out to United, which is a horrible thing. He, like from a Chelsea perspective, right? Go, you know, for him, go get your money, play wherever, right? They offered him very comparable deals. He had some sticking points that it turns out were kind of just made up, right? He's like, oh, well, I want this. And then they'd give him that. And he'd be like, I don't know. The truth is he wouldn't just come out and like force his move like an adult. He hid behind his dad, which is real cute. Um, which the amount of like parent agents and things like that in soccer is another thing. Um, it's not quite a, uh, uh, is it Rabio for um, France whose mom is his agent like very publicly. Um, but he like hid behind his dad, said some shit there. Um, the person he passed the ball to in that Champions League final, Spencer, you remember it well, Kai Havertz gone. Arsenal were like, we would like to pay a lot of money for Kai Havertz. We were like, great. 
And they were like, oh, he's a midfielder. He's misused. He's like for Chelsea, right? That was the criticism forever. Like, he's not a striker. Why are you playing him here? Hey, who started at the nine for uh, fucking Arsenal in that game? Do you remember? Kai Havertz. It was Kai fucking Havertz. Because the second there was a problem, they were like, he's pretty tall and he's good in the press and he's this and this and this. It's like, we weren't playing him there. Like, we're dumb. We had three fuck. We had four fucking coaches last year, right? We're dumb, but we were putting him there because he's pretty good at that role, and we know it's not his fucking main position. Everybody knew that he's a second striker. He's more of a ten, right? You could play him on the wing, kind of. Arsenal promises he's going to midfielder and then starts him up top, and then he doesn't play very well. So it must be Chelsea's fault. Um, we, am I missing things? Conte leaves. Mendy leaves, Kulubali leaves. I said Kulubali. I said Puli, Pulisic. Oh, Pulisic, yep. Our golden boy. Still love you, Christian. He uh, scored for, uh, I don't know if you saw that, he scored for uh, Inter today. Um, Or no, AC Milan, sorry. Um, Yeah, the Italian league is now the top league for U.S. internationals, so keep an eye on Shout out AC Milan with him and Musa. I'm actually going to... uh, I'll be paying attention. It's like I'm playing career mode. What are you doing? Just get spending like 23 mil for Eunice Musa? Yes, please. And then you put him on that team with Tamori and Chalaba, and it's or not Chalaba, but Loftus Cheek. And it's like, oh, that'd be fun for Chelsea. We don't have any of those guys. Sick. Love it. All right, Andrew. Well, we've let you go down a very, very dark it's path. It's a dark path. Yeah. Uh, Pull me out, bud. I, I've got great news for you, though. I've been on Twitter. Okay. I've, yep. I've been seeing, you know, hashtag. PL Summer Series, you know, going crazy and all oh. that when they were over here in the U.S. Champions. Nicholas Jackson is Dude. scoring goals for you yes, guys. sir. Dude, he looks The fun. savior. He looks like he gives a shit. I don't know if you're I, – I know you're just gassing me up here to get me to not be in the fucking worst mood of all time. His highlights are fun. They play the ball into him, and he is always doing a little back heel to somebody else and then turning and running. He's chasing down balls. He presses and he's six three and he just bullies defenders off the ball. And like we joke about like Chelsea winning the Premier League in USA fucking whatever trophy. Reese James and Tiago Silva held it up like we fucking did it. You know, we didn't choke it away like City did. Embarrassing. Um you know, we had a great summer. Roll my eyes. Um before going to fucking Soldier Field and Christopher Nkunku gets hurt. Fuck the fucking bears. Soldier Field is the worst ground in the world and that's been the truth for years seriously they pay a professional grounds crew and it must be the ghost of fucking george hallis because nobody does shit to make that a playable surface they're like there was an ed sheeran concert here the night before where you you guys were there it's your job to either make the pitch playable or keep people off the fucking grass it's not that hard every stadium in the goddamn world does it there's a Peoria fucking civic center that can make an ice hockey rink into a playable basketball arena in three hours. I've seen it. And you're the Chicago bears and you can't do shit about soldier field. Christopher Nkunku out till Christmas. Fuck us. Well, look as, as a bears fan, I just want to respond right as one. I'm not taking this personal. I know you're, you're hurt. You should. I understand. Well, they, they objectively have the worst grounds crew in the whole fucking world. Like, like I said, not taking it personal. I, I understand you're hurt. You're lashing out. Two, I, I, I've never been to an Ed Sheeran concert, but I've seen clips of them. Those things sure. go kind of wild. So, <laughs> I mean, maybe the groundsman just 
was kind of they played Galway they played Galway girl and they just got overrun. There's nothing just, they can I, do. I, I think that you know whatever Woodstock '99 is Woodstock '99. Uh, Chucky. <laughs> Chucky from Chicago, the groundsman, or whatever the hell his name, and may, maybe he's you know getting some strays here for no reason. I just want to say that's all. This is an unbiased. Maybe it's thing. Ed Sheeran's fault. Maybe Ed Sheeran is a United fan or something. He is English. He's isn't he? probably like he reeks of like Liverpool or something, doesn't he? Um, I like Ed Sheeran. I don't have any problem with him. Um, but like if it, uh, actual thing, if you want to go and just look up like soldier field dash injuries on Google, it's an actual thing. I was worried about it before they played there. Um, they don't take care of their field. They sure. just, don't. um, I, I would just suggest that. Yeah. If you're going to go down that rabbit hole, just, listen, uh, this isn't the Edward Jones dome. Okay. It's the outside. Things can happen to the field. It's difficult. Well, I was, they don't, I was going to. <laughs> I was going to deflect to FedEx field because like everybody tages their ACL there. So, you know, maybe just look that up hey. and just, you know, don't come at my boys. It, I'm not coming at your boys. There's plenty of that this season. They are objectively bad at their job. If you're, if you work for the soldier field grounds crew and you hear this and you're offended, Stop listening to this fucking podcast and get back to work. Make it a playing surface. Have people stop getting hurt on it. It's cold. It's cold fucking everywhere. Get well, you know what, Andrew? Now I'm taking this personally. I think Todd Bowley's bad at his job. There, I said it. Yeah, he is. He's bad at his job. <laughs> and guess what? I know his name, and I can say, Todd, do a better job. This fucking nameless, faceless grounds crew that either works there or died 100 years ago, and they never brought anybody back. It's the ghost of George Hallis. Learn how to make the grass grow. Other people in more difficult places have done it before. It's not impossible. They have natural grass all over the world. Or get some fucking turf. It's not that hard. It Soldier sounds like field. these guys are smart. Lurking in the shadows. The minute, these, the minute these jerks move to Lake Forest, it'll be better for everybody. Get out of Chicago, Bears. You guys are fucking... Not even the Bears. We're not shitting on the Bears. We're not starting this whole thing. But so, like to have it happen at Soldier Field, which I know is a shithole, is just like, God, man. Like, can't be there. Christian Rudin Cuckoo, out till Christus. Nicholas Jackson, fun. Ian Matson, we played him at left back, loaned him to Burnley. Now he's playing in the attack. Who knows? He might get loaned. Every single player in Chelsea might start every game this year or get loaned. No way to know. Um, and that's before you even get to, like, who they might bring in and bring out. Chelsea is a dumpster fire. We'll keep you updated. Well, I do want to ask you just two quick questions about Chelsea. One more serious than the other. Um, okay, the first good. one, I've, I've, very obviously the serious one. Um, mm-hmm. I did see something about Lewis Hall, the GOAT, number 67 yep. being loaned out. Are you worried about that? Um, because Only because he joins the list of every other midfielder and might get loaned out to a mid-table Premier League team or might start every game for us. Um, no, I, I, I like that for Lewis Hall because it was Palace. I think it was a Palace or Leicester. I saw Palace, but it might be five other teams. Um, I, I like that for Lewis Hall. I think Lewis Hall's a good player, but I'm not here to be this English pro. Oh, my God, Lewis fucking Hall. He should start every game at left back. No, we fucking shouldn't. He's a midfielder. He's also 10 years old. The, the British hype of British players is exhausting, and Lewis Hall oh, yeah. might be fine. Andrew, got to cut you off. We got all season to complain about the British 
That's a that's going to be a long standing theme of the podcast all year. Um, Second question: The British British are how I feel about Soldier Field. Continue. (laughs) Second question: The obviously not serious one because he's way less important than Lewis. Um, (laughs) Mauricio Pochettino. I know we kind of touched on it when he signed. Like, what's your what's your outlook? Just kind of quickly, like how how are you feeling going into the year with him as your manager? Um, I I feel. I feel good about it. They had a good, like jokes aside, right? And injuries aside, they had a very good preseason. They looked like a soccer team. They weren't just getting tired in the middle of the game, which happened all the time last year. They were in every single premier, every single like preview game that they played this summer. They were the more fit team. And that was like part of what I realized the problem was under Potter is when they were overworked and then they didn't have any fitness built up because of the world cup and everything last year. So they look good, dude. Nicholas Jackson looks fun. Reese James is probably grabbing the armband here. Tiago Silva time doesn't apply to him. Kappa's arms aren't getting any shorter. And that's the only good, nice thing I can say about that. Um, I think Ben Chilwell's still probably the best left back that nobody cares about. I don't want to hear about Luke Shaw. Fuck you, Luke Shaw. You're a center back. Get faster or don't be a left back. That's how I feel. Um, yeah, I, I think Enzo Fernandez is good. Um, I did see today that uh, Mihailo Mudrik is taking the number 10, um, which is almost as cursed as the number nine for Chelsea. So I don't know that I love that. But um, all of that complaining aside, sorry I did so much of it, I actually, I actually feel relatively positive heading into this year for Chelsea, which is incredible. I can't believe that all those things I said are true, and I feel good about it. They shouldn't. They, one should make the other not be true. Well, Andrew, let's. Uh, are you going to put your money where your mouth is? Let's move it on to top four predictions. Then you got Chelsea yes, in there for you, or what? Um, you want to go four to one or one to four? Let's go. Let's go uh, four to one. I'll figure mine out on the fly. Four to one. Okay, four to one. I've got mine written down. I got. Gotta back your boys. What fun is the season if you think you're going to be bad, right? I got Chelsea in the four spot, baby. I got. Number eight now, Enzo Fernandez putting in a masterclass. Mihailo Mudrik showing he's good. Uh, Sterling, maybe he just leaves. Maybe he takes a leave of absence. He's he's horrible. He's been so bad. But, like, there's a weird positive feeling about this group, and I think it comes from actually having a coach. Um, so I got Chelsea at four. Um, at three, I have Arsenal. I think Arteta built a really good team last year. Um, I don't know if Gabriel Jesus being injured is going to have the same effect it had last year as it did at the start of this year. I need to see like some healthy time from Gabriel Jesus to have them going any further. Um, but in general, I think Declan Rice is gross. Um, I like Urian Timber back there to kind of shore up the back line. Um, and I think Martinelli and Odegaard and Saka are like the most fun attacking group now. Now that like a couple of your guys are gone, I think that's the most fun like midfield three, right? That you could have, um, like well attacking midfield, right? Um, at two, haven't brought them up, haven't said a word about these guys yet. I got Newcastle, baby. I got Newcastle making a little bit of a push to two. Um, they bring in Sandro Tonali, right, to play next to Gimaresh, right? Really. A lot of times, like the if you look at the team sheet from them last year, it's like, man, this team looks really good. Is that who's playing that other center mid spot? Like, 
oh, it's some cat. You know, like it's uh, it's one of the they had the two brothers. They were both on that team for a long time. I can't remember their name, but they're kind of not there now. Um, yeah, you know who I'm talking about. You're making a face like, who is that? Um, but Sandro Tonali comes over from AC Milan, right? I think he's kind of a good under-the-radar signing. I think they did a good job, again, like I was talking about last year, of not extending yourself too far, right? But I think Isak has a big year. I think Jacob Ramsey keeps taking – or, uh, yeah, um, Joe Linton keeps taking steps. If Almiron can find – like can prove last year was a um, – not a flash in the pan, but like what you can kind of expect from him, I think they're a really dangerous team because I think that defense is gross. Um, and Nick Pope is nasty. Um, and up top, I got City. I got City up top. I think you can't you can't bet against City at this point. Me telling you anything else would be disingenuous. Spencer, do we have a top four? I do, Andrew. Um, All right. I want to throw first off team you just put into. Um, Second place, I believe you said Newcastle. Yep. Um, I'm, I want to start there. I am not going to put them in my top four this year, and sure. I like what Newcastle did. I agree with you. I really love the moves they make. I think this Champions League campaign, kind of learning Ooh. to manage that. I think that's going to make them a bit. just take okay. a bit of a step back. So I'm going to actually knock them out. They're very. I think they're going to be in the fight, but I think we're going to have. I think actually we're going to have a good fight for top four this year. I think it's going to be fun at the top of the mm-hmm. table. And part of the reason I think it's going to be fun is because this is my kind of dark horse-ish Uh-oh. team Uh-oh. of getting into the top four. I'm buying what Aston Villa is selling. Ah, I love it. I love it. I had Aston Villa right there at like five or six, but I had to go with my boys. Tell me about right, it. I'm gonna, Tell me I'm about gonna put four. I'm buying yep. what they're selling. Diaby, this is a guy yep. like that. Dude. It was being linked to the biggest clubs in Europe, right? Like if City was in on mm-hmm. him, might have been like, "Oh yeah, I like that." And for him to go to Villa, that's kind of yep. crazy. And that's a huge, huge for, for forty, like forty-five-ish million too. Like not cheap. Mm-hmm. Like they didn't yeah. get some sort of sweetheart deal. Love that, right? And um, Telemans, I've been a long-standing fan of Yuri Telemans. Yep. So got um, him for nothing, basically nothing or nothing. Yeah. Yeah, love and that. That's 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 all on top of you know this this was one of the better teams in the league. I believe they had the third most points from the time Unai mm-hmm. Emery took over um, yep. for the rest of the year. So uh, I'm buying what they're selling. I think Villa, yes, they're I mean, they'll have a Europa League campaign to manage along with it, but that's a little less strenuous than the. I know the schedule. Sometimes the, the travel Thursday. is weird. Yeah, right. But I think you you get more of a pass to be like. Uh, we can manage the squad a little bit more when we're playing like, you know, some Macedonian yes. team. <laughs> yeah, so, exactly. I, I'm going to back them. I'm going to say uh, Aston Villa, I think, sneaks in there. That one could backfire, okay. but fuck it. Villa know. at four. Love it. Um, three, I am going to go with the team you have not bought up, only to say that they've pillaged you guys for Mason Mount. I'm going to say that United going to okay. third. Yeah, uh, I I think I do like some of the things they've done. As long as um you know, uh, Onana cannot get lobbed from the halfway line and is oh, like every beautiful. Game. It was I, beautiful I, when it happened. Outside of that, I actually do like some <laughs> of the things they've done. Like Hoyland, temper your expectations. But I mean, they were having a pretty good season with like, I mean, oh, he's my like cult hero, but Falvey Horse, who is not at that level. Woot woot. Um, 
I and then you know on top of that with um, the Onana signing Mount in the midfield, I think I like what they've done. I think they'll be able to probably pretty comfortably be in that top three to me, or at least the top four. Um, second place, I am going to go with. I know the suspense is killing you. Um, second place, I'm going to go <laughs> with Arsenal yet again, getting cucked sure. out of the title. I think that okay. they will be right there. I think the Jesus thing hurts, but like we saw last year, and Ketia's you know pretty good for that role. They potentially, if they don't sell him, have Balogun too. And, to and, Ka- and Kai Havertz isn't, and Kai Havertz maybe isn't for that role, but you know, tempting. He looks like he should be great, there. Great bench depth. <laughs> He's never he, well, like play him in your midfield, just like you said you were gonna, and then you start him yeah. in your first game. You start him with the nine. <laughs> I I think maybe yeah, it wasn't I the mean, dumbest thing Chelsea did because I certainly heard a lot of that. Sorry, go on. I, I no no. I definitely I think they did like some funny things. They did they did some things where it was just like we have money, we should spend money. I I didn't love their moves as much, but that squad just of what they're returning from last year, they didn't lose anybody mm-hmm. really. Besides, um, yeah. uh, granted, Jaka left to go to some, uh, somewhere in fucking Germany. I can't remember, but. Um, oh, outside of losing him, they're returning Often most time? of the same team. Sh- sure. Some, all, some, some German team that's not going to win the league because it's not Bayern Munich. Um, Leverkusen? I think it's actually Leverkusen. but Sounds right to me. But um, I, I still like the team they're returning. They're obviously pretty good. A young ascending team. I think they're still going to be kind of right there this year. And one shocker. I'm going Manchester City. I think that they're just Bournemouth. Okay, <laughs> they're this <laughs> relentless machine, Andrew. I think maybe even if they take a little off of it this year, I don't think Arsenal will be at the pace they were at last year. I think that this league is pretty good at the top this year compared to last year. I think these teams will beat up on each other maybe a little bit more. We don't see a which I think would be great. A high, yeah. So do I. I think. I think like. This year, it's quite possible, like closer to high 80s, low 90s, going to win you the league. We're not going to have teams mm-hmm. like Centurion, Manchester City, or anything this year. Um, and there's some other teams that are, I think are going to be in that mix that I haven't even thrown out there. Like, I think Liverpool's fine. I think they're going yep. to be in the mix all year. Uh, like I said, Newcastle, Chelsea, I think they're going to be a lot better than they were last year. I don't have them being bottom Maybe half 10. of the table again this year. <laughs> Look up to nine. Top half. Get I'll go top three. half. Oh, Mister Big Call from the man who brought you Saudi, uh, from the man who brought you guitar out of the group. We get Chelsea top half of the table. Spencer, Kyle, say anything. Hot take. <laughs> I'm unhinged. <laughs> he is. He's a, he's a, he's crazy. Um, I think the other thing you brought up with the other two teams, but maybe. Um, I think might even matter more to Arsenal because they act like everything's so much more important for them than everybody else, and that is a shot at you, is Champions League football, right? Mm-hmm. They have to manage the Champions League this year, and you guys are arguably right. playing for a lot more, right? You guys have title aspirations and Champions League aspirations. Like with Newcastle, I think you can make your argument like, happy to be here, don't embarrass yourself, maybe get out of the group, focus on the league, right? Those would be fair expectations for them in the Champions League. Arsenal don't get out of their group. We're going to laugh them off the pitch, and they yep. should be laughed off the pitch. And I would really like to do that. It'd make me happy. It'd be good for my soul. It'd be good. I'd love it. 
I'd laugh to the bank with you. That would be great. I, I would like it too. I, hey, look, I, I mean, I actually, I've kind of been on record. I don't really have anything against Arsenal itself as an institution. I hate your you owner. Sure? He's he's the same asshole that moved my, <laughs> out of my town. I fucking hate that guy. If I ever saw him in the streets, I would kick him in the head and just deal with the assault case. Um, so that's my feelings there. So I can't root for you guys. Uh, I like lots our, of people our, on your team. Sorry. Yeah. Saka's great. Odegaard's great. I love Martin. I'm like the number one Martinelli fan. Need you guys to be bad. Need you to lay some eggs. Uh, If you could mismanage this thing, it'd be great. I'd really enjoy it as the uh, team, uh, as the London fan here. Um, Yeah. Nobody, nobody mentions Spurs because why would you do that? Um, I left out United, but it was more just that I like more the Newcastle project. Um, like, did unless I'm missing something, did United shore up their like questionable backline, or are they just going to try to run like Martin, uh, Martin, Lissandro Martinez and Lindelof and like Varane out there again with non-captain Harry Maguire right now? That's their plan. Um, see, the thing is, for some reason, I feel like they might have signed a center back, but like, I don't have a list in front of me and, um, <laughs> you know, I'm we'll not going to look it up. Happened. Yeah, no, yeah. The, I, I, I don't like their defense. I still think let's, Rashford's let's wrap it up. Let's start moving towards the I was exit say, here. Like, this, is, this is the this great is, thing about the beginning of the season is I'm going to watch this weekend. I'm going to see like six guys and I'll be like, when the fuck did that happen? And I'll be, I know, like, I'm gonna I'll be so be excited by it. I'll be so much more prepared for week two because I'll like have Googled 700 people and been like, how the fuck did that happen? So we just get to have a whole other as My recap was as thorough as my recap was earlier. Couldn't possibly cover all the things going on in here. Um, I think we're going to start wrapping it up here. We've got our, one of our new segments, American and American Spencer. What is this segment? This one is, uh, we've decided that we're going to take somebody that's a born non-American and we are going to welcome them as an honorary citizen into the union. A la Eunice Musa. A la Florian Balogun. Just come on in. Correct. Welcome. We're going to find you some grandparents. John Brooks, your ass. We'll get you in here. (laughs) But simply put, Andrew, when you uh, look at it, you know, call it right wing of us. You know, you got to control immigration here. You got to kind of go one in one out. I abide by this, Andrew. I, I, Andrew, Hey, I, I don't make the rules. I abide by this though. I bought my wife in from Sweden and I kicked my brother out. Who did you get rid of? (laughs) The, the Spencer family way. Yeah, no, this is, this isn't even a right wing. It's just a family. We're just going by the Spencer rules. I, I said maybe we could bring in multiple people. Spencer said no, no. I've got to control. We I'm have just rules a, in this country. I'm a right wing fascist nut job, so we have to control immigration. So Whoa. we have to kick an American out. The views of Spencer <laughs> do not necessarily reflect the views of Andrew. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, we're we're bringing in someone to America, and then we're we're kicking out someone from. We're kicking them out. Where it's basically yeah. it's American and American, someone who's bugging you, somebody who's giving you a hard time. Do you want to go first? Do you want to go second? You want to start with your American? You want to start with your American? I can go first. What do you want to do, bud? I'll kick it off, Andrew, and um, let's start with the guy we're kicking out. I'm uh, kicking out my 
Americout, whatever you want to call it this week. That's going to Tim Anderson, Andrew. Uh, if you are not yes. familiar with baseball, this is a <laughs> This is the second- Americout cold, I believe. <laughs> Americout cold. <laughs> this is a shortstop for the Chicago White Sox. Uh, got into a little bit of a kerfluffle the other day against Jose Ramirez, who uh, I believe is from the Dominican Republic, Venezuela, one of those baseball-playing countries that is not America. Uh, Tim Anderson initiated after barking a bit a square up with Jose Ramirez and after initiating contact, absolutely got knocked out cold. Um, On a baseball field in the middle of a game. I'll I'll tell you what, it was just fascinating for Twitter, though. Um, Just just great Twitter content for a couple of days. It was so fun to read. It was fantastic. Uh, It was beautiful. We have the luxury of a uh, mutual friend of ours, Brandon, massive White Sox fan. I was around him when this clip went viral and it was shocking how fast that he immediately went to, yeah, we're trading that guy anyway. I think before the video even ended, be he was, so, yeah, well, we're trading him anyway. So <laughs> before matter, Tim so. Anderson hit the ground. Um, for those of you who haven't seen the video, one, what are you doing? Two, it was the best fight of the weekend. That's for damn sure. Um, Tim Anderson started the fight. And then got knocked out by Jose Ramirez. To me, it's the definition of fuck around and find out. Also, his teammates were nowhere near him to, like, help. You're just out on an island. Even the ump in this case. Clear it out so you can get your ass kicked. He got his ass kicked. It was fantastic. It was amazing. The ump just, like... <laughs> it, I mean, maybe the ump should just be my... Well, he probably is American, but, like, if he wasn't, I would be like, that's my American. Because he was just, like, they started barking, and instead of, like, most umps would get in there and, like, kind of keep him apart. Get in there, break it apart up. For, for all of maybe, like, 16 milliseconds, he was like, yeah, no, no, guys. And he was, like, saw that they were going to swing, and he's like, this this would be great for the internet. So, thanks this to is, that guy. Shout out this that is, guy. A couple years ago, you might remember, Tim Anderson was trying to, like, make baseball fun again type of thing. He did it. Congratulations. Um, You have, you've been knocked out just as many times as you had a home run this year. That's fun. Um, I was going to say, when you you can't hit home runs, no dingers. Might as well hit the ground. (laughs) If you can't hit a home run, you might as well hit the ground flat on your back. Um, And you're American. Andrew, I've been thinking about this one deeply and – you know, it's a big deal. This is my first guy I'm just allowing into the union. Um, yep. Congratulations. So this is, I think, huge for this guy. Uh, maybe the biggest accomplishment of his career because he doesn't win any trophies. But um, I'm going to allow Harry Kane into the union because this guy, oh! obviously, he is, he is obviously the victim of – English tyranny, if I've ever seen it. He will not, they will not let him go, Andrew. He is essentially <laughs> a colony of England at this point. Daniel Levy is like King George or King whatever from colonial King times. George. Just not, yep. just, there you go. I was right. Should have just trusted my gut. Shouldn't have hedged. Trust Fuck. Your gut. Yep. Oh, why'd I hedge? You know, you got to watch Hamilton again. Stupid. Ah, on, shit. Homework. Fuck. <laughs> but. Um, Harry Kane, look, he's basically, he, he reminds me of a young American in in his infancy. So I I could see Harry Kane, just let's add him into the pictures of those guys, just dumping tea into the harbor. harbor. I'm letting you. 
Welcome. Are you going to make him play in the MLS or are you going to let him uh, follow his dream of becoming an NFL kicker? I think that, um, look, we're we're only, what, four weeks, I believe, away from football season. I give it by week two, there's been a kicker that's missed like three, four kicks and is getting cut. Harry, there's going to be a job for you. I promise you. Uh, this this is the land of opportunity. There's as, long as, just, as long as you cut him before the playoffs because they'll have no concept of it. I think you're fine. Yeah, bring him in for some regular season yep. kicks. That'd be fun, right? <laughs> he is. Like, like, you know, if you're the he... Houston Texans, you're not playing for anything this year. Wouldn't it be crazy <laughs> if your kicker was like the best player in the world at a different sport? Wouldn't that be fun? Could you imagine it's if the, like it's, he's it's just... the equivalent of when Usain Bolt plays in those charity matches and like for soccer and people go, "He should play in the league." It's like he's he's bad yeah. at soccer. He's very fast. <laughs> I, I love the scenario, actually, of like Harry Kane just literally being the exact same thing as like Brett Maher, who, who's the Cowboys kicker, if you're not familiar, who like made every single – he's on my fantasy team he like most of last year. He made like every single kick throughout the regular season and was just absolute nails and then missed four in the playoffs in the first game. <laughs> just absolutely yeah. playoffs, foreign concept, pressure totally to me. There's no After- way so. He's Harry Kane. He le- he helps. He leads the team like the league in points scored. Has an incredible season. After week eighteen, just packs up, moved back to England. It's like guys, we got we got playoffs. He goes no, no playoffs, no extra yeah, tournaments, Daniel. no extra games. I don't want to win anything. And he just leaves. Uh, he just I like the idea of- his way out there. Yeah, like week 18, they're playing in like Jacksonville or something. And you like look out into the harbor and you just see this old timey ship. And it's just Daniel Levy with like a deed of like, time to return, Harold. Your lease is over. <laughs> like uh, like FIFA when someone doesn't think they're getting Like you have a lone player in and for some reason their parent club doesn't think they're getting enough time. And they just like, yep, no, he's, he's gone now. You're like, all right. Yeah, he's mine again. Shit. Yeah. Yeah, you need him for the Spurs stretch run. Otherwise, he's not going to be ready to go play for Bayern for free next year. So um, that would actually yeah, be the funniest but... thing Mbappe could do instead of sitting out. You named it for <laughs> Harry Kane. It's much funnier if Mbappe is just like, I kicked some field goals. It was fine. Just keep the legs fresh. But, yeah, Harold, obviously you're struggling to get out of that club. Um, it's British tyranny. It's 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 modern colonization. I, I'm welcoming you, in, welcoming you into the union to – assist with your succession from English he's, tyranny. So Harold, I will welcome. say he's the most Bayern player who's never played at Bayern. Right. He just is. He's like, Oh yeah, no, he's very good, but he's not the fastest. He's not the best at this. He's not, he just is. He's, he's a Lewandowski regen. Lewandowski went to Barca. So I think you got to do it. Probably like Schnitzel too. <laughs> who doesn't? Schnitzel's who, great. Who among us? Who among us? I could, he could rock some later hosen. I could see it. Could be. Fits right in. Um, sounds like. Fits right in. Get him a hat. Be crazy. Um, my two, my Americant, is Vlatko, the women's national team head coach. Um, the USA women just went out of the World Cup by literally the narrowest of margins. Right? And... If you look at the replay, it went to they played Sweden. It went to extras. It divided Spencer's house. It was a horrible time for all involved. Um, the game was on at five in the morning, and they like Alyssa there made the initial save, and the ball barely went over the line before she made a second save. Absolutely heartbreaking way to do this. 
Flatco didn't make any subs. The head coach for the women's national team, the I believe at the time when it started, like he was the highest paid women's coach, right? There's a lot of talk about like, and I hate this stuff where it's like, well, the women's team had so many different personalities and they had other stuff going on. It's like they didn't play that well. And that's on their coach to like motivate them and get this to be a cohesive unit. Some of the stuff coming out in the last couple of days have been like since uh, Mallory Swanson, formerly Mallory, Mallory Pugh, wife of Cubs shortstop extraordinaire Dansby Swanson, was playing as the best player in the world and tore her ACL, messed her knee up, right? Like two months before the tournament. They didn't have a backup plan, right? Then they tried to make uh, Alex Morgan, one of the best scorers in women's you know soccer ever, play a completely different role. And they wanted her to like play as a secondary striker. And that didn't work either. If you just have a plan, this for men, for us men's and women's team, this will sound familiar. If all you have is one plan and that plan doesn't work, don't just stick to your plan. You have to do a different thing from the, from the same Federation that brought you second half of the Netherlands Burhalter right? Where we're just going to stick to the same thing, even though it's not fucking working. We get Vladko Andronovsky, I believe is his last name. I could be completely butchering that. Where he like refused to make subs and was not being a good coach. This team deserved better. They should have played better. They were frustrating to watch at times, but it's because they... I put it on the coach. You have good players, right? These players play at the top league in the world. You have to be a better coach than this. Right to go out on the narrowest of margins, they could have figured something out. They didn't. I put it on Vladko. You have to leave. Goodbye. Yeah, I I agree, Andrew. Like I didn't. I I started to lock into this World Cup. This team just felt like soulless. Like, does, am I the only one that felt that? Like they they didn't have an identity. Well, I put that they on the didn't. coach. These players right, are I'm fun. Agreeing. They're the same players yeah. as before, and you have new yeah. young players who should be fun. Sophia Smith is fun right. as hell. Mallory Swanson, fun as hell. Trinity Rodman right. should be fun. Uh, Sorry, I'm cutting you off. I'm just frustrated beyond belief with this guy. It's, it is very frustrating. Like, team that's, I, full of fun people, and you took the fun out of it. What are we doing? I I agree. Yeah, like he, there was just no no sense of direction, right? And I know there was like injuries and such, and mm-hmm. like all that. And I don't want to get into the it's such a fucking political hot button issue. Like I've got a the little tangent stuff on it, like. The, the Megan Rapino thing of like people you said oh a name God. and they freak out. But like, can, can we just be honest? Like she's, she's washed at this point and she's like 38. Like that makes sense yeah. that she's washed. And well, look, I yes, understand. She can't you maybe, be your first sub. She can't. Right. I, she can't be your I first understand sub. you. Maybe you want some leadership there. Like you want some people that have been there before. Yeah. Like Alex Morgan is that, and she's, she's won multiple world cups and she still can score goals. Like, didn't have a great tournament, but like there's players like that. Like you didn't have to bring it, the ghost of Megan Rapino to this tournament and then use her as your like most important sub on the team. Right. Like that's right. all on the manager to me. Um, but like Vladko, I'm totally with kicking him out, even if not for all those terrible tactical decisions, even if it was just some weird fluky loss, I'd be able to kick him out. I'd be down to kick him out because this guy ruined my Sunday as uh we mentioned earlier, uh, mutual friend Brett in town. If you don't know Brett, uh, let's just say, imagine like college frat boy, but like a little bit older. Uh, lots of drinking Brett. over the weekend on Saturday. Love Brett. Love Brett. This Great time. Brett had a lot of fun. 
love Brett. Pro Brett podcast. We'd love to have Brett on sometime <laughs> for because he is just a massive, uh, massive soccer head. Ball head. No one hates soccer yeah. more than him. It's great. But um, <laughs> but lots of drinking on Saturday. Uh, woke up very in a bad place. Um, was drugged to brunch by my wife after you know the the game. I did not wake up for it. Spoiler: I was like, I'll watch it later if it's worth watching. I assumed we were going to lose. I had already deflected all of that, but woke up to finding out they lost by the in the, in the manner they did with the crazy penalty. Uh, drug to brunch. They had the game on replay on Fox Sports at the brunch spot. Uh, you know, after eating, you know, the food was great, but then sitting there hungover in a bar that's loud in the morning and this game's on, and my wife's like, "Can we stay and watch the rest of the game?" And because you know, obviously, she's very happy. They're Swedish household divided, as Andrew said. But then, you know, I got to sit in a bar hungover and just have my head pound for 45 minutes longer than I initially <laughs> planned to. So, fuck Vladko plus, just plus, for that. Plus, yeah, plus penalty time, plus extra time, plus penalty kicks. It's a long, long one. Um, my American, um, Spencer, who's the best soccer player we haven't mentioned? I've not met, We've not mentioned him one time on this podcast, strategically. Didn't make the recap, didn't make anything. I kept him hidden because he's uh, he came to America one time and he's staying for good. My American, Lionel Messi. I am the first one to shit on the MLS. Spencer, I hate that place. The amount of I told you so that has been building up, not because I think Lionel Messi is the best player of all time, which I do, right? Not because... I really give a shit about this league. But because of the simple fact that, one, if you put the best players in the world in front of this American audience, right, and you present it as a limited-time thing, they will show up in droves. They will pack these MLS arenas that are not always packed. The MLS has a lot of good, very loyal fans. I'm not shitting on them at all. But you get... Kim Kardashian, you get LeBron out there. You get all these celebrities out to the game, right? People care about the best level of sports in this country, right? And my argument is like, hey, if you guys really cared about soccer, right, you would watch the Premier League. You would have a team that you enjoy. So I'm, I am I take Lionel Messi in, as an American, and I take it as a win for how many times we've tried to convince people soccer's fun. Or that this guy is as good as he is. Or that you should watch. Right? Because it's happening in real time. The ticket prices where they were like 20 bucks for whoever, you know, Inter-Miami versus whoever. And now they're $1,000 tickets to just be there to hope this dude plays. And he's been destroying the competition. Is he the best player in the league by a mile? Yeah, he is. He's the best player in the French league by a mile. Except for his teammate, Kylian Mbappe. He was the other best player in the world. Right? Like, he just won the World Cup. And he wasn't a passenger on that team, right? He wasn't a fucking, you know, like pity on the team, get a World Cup for Messi. Wouldn't that be great? We're bringing the game to the people. And in in America, when you bring the game to the people, that means $900 ticket prices. And that's just how America works. But, like, Pele came to America once, right, with the New York Cosmos. He brought soccer to the masses. You know where the greatest players don't go if you're truly, truly elite at this sport? You don't Tottenham. go to England. 
You don't go to England. Why would you go to England? All they're going to do is hate you there. England sucks. You could live in Miami or Brentford. Where'd you rather live? Do you have a preference? I do. I I think that um, there's there's nothing better than a rainy Tuesday night in Brentford, Andrew. So <laughs> obviously that's what I have to go for. Uh, but I do love the idea of yeah, the Premier League <laughs> just for or washed players like Kevin De Bruyne. So I, I do agree in that well, sense. It's like, it's, and he's like, okay, he's dominating the league, but it's like, is he washed? I don't think so. Is he playing more yeah. meaningful games than that Saudi, like than Ronaldo in the Saudi league? Yeah, it matters here. You're bringing a game to people, right? They talk about the 99 Women's World Cup as like the game that grew the game here. Mm-hmm. Messi's, Messi has that next level of that, right? Yeah. I just want soccer to be bigger in America. My dream of pro rel is gone, but um, the one thing the MLS has ever done right is making sure Messi came here. Yeah, good job. When he still got, when he still got some like juice left in the tank. You're saying it's it's not Lampard, it's not Beckham, right? It's not a fucking charity case, right? It's building off of like the Zlatan thing, where the guy has juice still. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I think honestly it's been beneficial to, you know, MLS as a whole too. Like I, like we said, we're not the biggest MLS people ourselves, but I, I, there's a lot of people clowning it of like the defending and stuff. And to that, I'd say like, yeah, you're gonna tell me he wasn't just absolutely cooking guys from like knots last year because their fucking defense is so great. Like, oh, yeah. but. There, there's been a lot of memeing online of people being like, he's facing fucking guys out of first year university, like blah blah. blah. Like, yeah, it's like yeah, the French so thing is sucks LeBron. Too. Well, it's like yeah, the, the, so is LeBron. Yeah, there, there are rookies and shitty teams in every league. Granted, every yeah. team in this league is pretty shitty, but I, oh, the like, defense it's is atrocious. About that. It's but it it's not about bad. that. It is. It's super bad. I'm not gonna watch any of these games, but. If Messi comes to your town, you have to try to go. And, and that's I'm, awesome. And there's nothing more American than shelling out way too much money to maybe see somebody play. That's what you do. That's shoveling, what do out, shoveling out $800 for two tickets to take your that's son to Taylor the game. Swift and then, that's and Taylor then, Swift money, my guy. Andrew, I'm not done, though, because it's $800 for two tickets and then another $100 to get your kid a customized T-shirt with Messi on the back. And then mm-hmm. approximately, well, if you go to, like, Bush Stadium in St. Louis, where it's absolutely outrageous to, like, concessions right now, like, probably about $67 for a hot dog, a beer, and a thing of popcorn. So just the American way is alive and well. Yes, sir. We are back, Lionel Messi. We're going to get you some sort of grandfather. We're going to put you in this national team. Welcome. Welcome to America. Thank you for making soccer in this country even watchable and honestly making Sports Center. That's all I wanted. That's all I wanted. In the news, it's like it's a real sport. Yes, sir. On that note, Spencer, we're back, baby. Anything else we want to say before we wrap up here? on one of our longer episodes and we are just happy to be back. Yeah. Had, uh, some stuff to unpack for the new season. Just excited to get going, man. Um, 
like I said earlier, fall, just best time of the year. Uh, this is like the first domino to fall. We got football in a few weeks, hockey a couple of weeks after that, basketball a couple of weeks after that. Just, mm-hmm. oh, it comes so fast and furious this time of year. Uh, it's just going to be wonderful, except for the fact I turned 30. <clears throat> Don't listen to that. Hey, but Hey, your boy's, your boy's there in June. It's not been a good time, man. Yeah. right behind you my friend we will just be a, a, essentially a middle-aged podcast on the doorstep of death by the end of this season but what can you do <laughs> uh, unless you got anything else buddy i'm happy to wrap it up on that super depressing note <laughs> <laughs> like i said i'm a negative nancy let's just wrap it up on a dark note make that a theme of the year and uh i'll, yeah. I'll start planning my my exit from this podcast uh, next week and try to make it even darker, Andrew, and just keep following up. Oh, Spencer and Katie B both washed. Happy to put them in the same category. But uh, thank you guys. Welcome back. We are happy to have you. We're happy to be back. And uh, we'll catch you next week. Unless you got anything else, buddy. I'm good. We will see you next week.